0: Hey guys, how's it going? Today is Sunday, March 12th, 2023, and this weekend was a beautiful weekend. I hope your weekend was amazing as well. Last week I said February 25th and I apologize. It's so funny because it just slipped out. I got used to saying February all of February. So when I came down to it, I was like February 25th. Yeah, that was my fault. So kudos to you if you caught that. But if you didn't, okay, cool. I apologize in advance. Or in retrospect, I should say. um i spent today recording a couple of episodes with my best friend she came over and drove all this way so let's give a big round of applause for ashley for coming all the way over she's on her way back now but i have to um make sure that our recordings get edited and i get them uploaded this coming weekend um so more to come on that i hope you're excited because i'm excited for those to come out So this episode, I wanted to uh, continue last week's topic of alcoholism and how I was going through deep, deep struggles emotionally, mentally, on battling alcohol, even physically, like I wasn't the same person. Um, So with this episode, I wanted to continue and give you a firsthand account of how I I was able to overcome that. And it took a lot of self-reflection, looking into myself and getting to the root cause So let's go ahead and talk about that piece. Excuse my beauty. So it's really bringing all that focus inward and using that energy to be more effective. It's it's bringing all that in and then reworking it and reorganizing yourself, your emotions, your mental health, your psyche, your behavior, your attitude, your outlook, your ego, your subconscious. So I started reading books. From Oprah to um books she recommended um seed of the soul with uh I think it was the zukov guy um and so Oprah started becoming my role model because I would Google her on YouTube and I would listen to at night instead of laying in bed crying about what had happened I started you know figuring out why I was like this you know there's something wrong with me, and a lot of that was brought on by my own my own doing basically yes, I had a rough childhood, yes there was. Um, fear of abandonment, yes, there was turmoil, there was alcoholism, there was domestic abuse and violence, you know, in the household. There was a lot of these things that many people go through. I'm not the only one. And instead of, you know, rolling over and being the victim and saying, you know, well, I'm like this and adjusting my my behavior and saying, I'm like this, I had a rough childhood, so you back off. That's not how I was able to get past it. Um, I could have done that, but I don't think it would have gotten me very far. Choices, as Tatiana says from RuPaul's Drag Race, choices. Um, so I wouldn't. Um, started googling, you know, a lot of self help um, content, and I remember Oprah saying, you know, a lot of the things that we go through, it's because life is giving you a hint. In things, it's giving you a hint, and then the more you don't listen and pay attention to yourself, that that life force, that energy inside you, that 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 is your true self, it gets it gets louder and louder and louder. And when you don't listen to it, and you're doing something wrong that you don't see is wrong, it's going to get louder, and then it's going to be like a brick on the head, and it's going to be it's going to hit you hard and it's going to knock you over, and then you're finally going to figure it out, and and so at, at that point there, I was like, okay, this is exactly what I'm going through, there's so much I'm going through right now, and this is it, this is my the nail in the coffin, basically, this is what did it, and so I realized, you know, a lot of that behavior was drinking, um, was consuming alcohol, because I when I consumed alcohol, I was putting away my feelings because who wants to deal with feelings, right? Nobody wants to figure out rework and do the hard work and look at it and build yourself up again because it's a lot of work, right? We'd rather f- flow through the path of least resistance as we see it, but it's really not. When, when when I was going through it, it was swimming upstream, but the current was so strong that I was staying in place and I was actually moving backward. Even though I felt like I was going hard, swimming upstream as hard as I could, I was slowly, gradually going backward until I hit that wall, you know, that's and that's what happened. So I was like, okay, this is starting to make sense. I'm really starting to understand. So then I started, you know, trying to research how our minds work as people, how behavior works, how negative thoughts appear, how to conquer those negative thoughts, what to say to yourself, how to be kind to yourself, how to... How to allow yourself to be loved, not just loving yourself, but there's a process. How do you allow yourself to do that? You know, when you look in the mirror, what do you see and all the good things and all the bad things and work each item and figure out why you feel like that. It was, it was a long process, very cathartic process. Um, and so, uh, I started after I started getting somewhere with that, I started writing down, um, five things I'm grateful for about and this was during the tumblr era too when tumblr was still in its heyday and I started writing down you know my thoughts on paper and then I started putting that on a blog on tumblr the blog is up there but there's a lot of other personal things on there that I had to get out it was a type of journal but that post and it's over the course of about a year and a half um maybe two years but it's out there and it's still living up there and it's my way of contributing to myself and being kind to myself and putting something out there in the universe where i can be like okay i did it i put in the hard work and it was so worth it and so when i have these moments of weakness i can go back to that and and look at it and be like okay this is where i came from this is the work i did this is fine and it humbles me again And it's like, okay, you went through this, you went through two breakups, you had a problem with drinking heavily, um, occasionally and socially, and you really were your own saboteur, as RuPaul says, your your own saboteur. And that's super true. At any point, I got to pull the plug and been like, okay, this is enough. Okay, I got you. I got you, boyfriend. I got you in your decision, your support decisions, uh, life decisions. I'm here for you. You have my full, undivided attention. Let's move forward. And I didn't do that. So I am a big believer in you know each person being their own saboteur. As the saying goes, you know your own. You are your own worst critic. Um, I'm my biggest critic, and because of that, I used it differently to overcome what I went through um, in losing those two relationships. So I wrote down five things I'm grateful for every single day for 365 days. It was an entire year of blogs and posts. Um, there was other things, like I said, but mainly what I wanted to get on about was writing five simple things that I'm grateful for each day. Um, and I would wake up in the morning, and, I, and that was part of my healing process. I would wake up in the morning, I would write, you know, I'm thankful that the sun's shining today. Two, I would be thankful for my cat. He's awesome. He brings so, so much joy in my life. Three, I'm so grateful that I have a vehicle, that I don't have to walk to work. Because I've done that a few times, and my feet hurt, let me tell you. Um, four, I'm grateful I have my life today five. I'm grateful I had an awesome breakfast and then the next day, you know blog uh, post number one on, on the blog, I'm grateful I have the money to afford breakfast. Two. I'm grateful I didn't get a flat tire today. I went through some 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 glass. Um, three. I'm grateful for this person's advice at work today because it gave me a $5 tip. Four, I'm grateful that I was able to sit down and have a five-minute lunch today. Five, I'm grateful for, um, you know, and it just goes on. Any simple tiny thing in your life, you have so much to be grateful for. And when I started realizing that, I was like, okay, okay. Why there, there really isn't a point to be like, poor me, you know, woe is me. There wasn't any room for that. It was very like, okay, you have so many things to be grateful for. You lost one big thing, but you can change it around. You can turn it around. Stop wasting time. Stop enabling yourself. Stop standing in your own way. Stop sabotaging yourself. Stop putting yourself in the backseat. Stop thinking you are the most most important person in the world, Driving, but you're driving people away with that attitude. It was very that. So um, once I started realizing, I was like, okay, I'm getting the hang of this. I started adding a sense of um, peace to my life. I wanted some sort of peace in my life. Where, where do I want to go? And I started, uh, I had to Google how to meditate you might think it's like an easy process like oh you just meditate you know it's fine you just you sit there right with your legs crossed and you close your eyes and that's meditating it's a little bit more to it than that so um what i would do is i would i would do a stretch in the morning so that way my body's not cramping up when i'm trying to sit there and peace myself and basically it's the art of letting your mind go blank and it sounds strange and it sounds easy, but it's not because you've got the sirens outside, you've got the birds chirping, you've got your dog scratching, you've got your cat meowing, you've got the phone buzzing, you got your neighbors talking, you got the traffic going by. You have all these distractions once you close your eyes that it's really hard to quiet your mind. Even if it was quiet, then your brain, your thoughts and your ideas, it's still working, it's still moving. What am I going to eat? Who's going to text me? Who should I call? What am I doing this tonight? Who's meeting me for lunch? Am I going out? You know, there's all these questions that start coming in again. So it's 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 a battle that has to be perfected. And you can do it. You can do it. So the first, I would say, couple of weeks, I was fighting to, to meditate. I was fighting to meditate and let my mind go blank. It was really tough. But when I started getting it, I would have a sense of peace for maybe about four or five seconds. It would be a good four or five seconds where my mind would go blank and I would just sit there and all of a sudden I started having these huge ideas come into my brain. They would flow right through me, like from the ceiling above, from the universe above. There would this be beam of light of ideas and thoughts and they were all positive. They were all um, good thoughts. They weren't anxiety driven they weren't depressive they weren't neurotic they weren't compulsive there were all these ideas that were coming in that were just flowing through me and so i would sit there and i would just like watch kind of like a tv but your eyes are closed and it's just like you're watching all your ideas flow in and it's just like giving this euphoria and it's like what is this like this is kind of cool like i didn't know i could do this hey this is a good idea and i'm like okay wait a minute let me let my mind go blank again. And so when I started doing that, it took me about, I would say, a good hour, a little over an hour for my first meditation to really get going. And then I narrowed that down to all the way down to 10 minutes, which it took about six months to do that. So I'm just putting time frames on everything. I could be a little bit off, but like I, d- I did it every single day. And so that became a part of my process. I would I would stretch in the morning. Um, Even now to this day, I'll go into my closet, I'll stretch in there, I'll I'll leave the dogs outside of the restroom, and then I'll just sit there and think and think, and then I'll let my mind go blank so I don't think. And then that little boost of, um, of clarity, I'm able to put everything in place in my life and then move forward throughout the day, and it was a part of my journey to where I was able to pick myself back up with my own bootstraps, as they say, and really start moving forward. And start using everything for positive resolution. And then I would, you know, okay, be kind to yourself. It's hard. It's easier to be kind to other people, but it's hard to be kind to yourself. So um, it, it took about a year and a half to two years. And um, one of the reasons why I got on social media is that it's really hard to calm yourself in your mind when you want to be on you know facebook all the time instagram all the time youtube all the time twitter all the time you're always wanting to see what other people are doing and then you want to compare it to yourself you want to see what you're doing and then why it's not good enough for other people and these thoughts were a catalyst for um deconstructing your own self and putting yourself in the backseat. um and that wasn't a good thing if you were trying to love yourself and be kind to yourself. So I had to get off social media because it was just a little bit too consuming. And so I I put the brakes on that um, early on. And then I decided, okay, um, I'm getting this. I have, it's 365 days. I'm grateful for so many things. I'm meditating. I have clarity. I want direction in my life. I've got it. I know where I'm going. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do something for myself. And then I had been um, sober for a year at that point because shortly after the relationship ended, um, I went out one more time with my friends. I went out one time and I had, like, I think it was like a vodka soda and like a lime. I may have had one or two drinks, but I remember thinking I lost my boyfriend in Thanksgiving, November, end of November last year, and I'm over here in the club with my friends and it's. January 28th 2019 and I have a drink in my hand when is enough enough when am I going to be able to realize it the last you know two months were hell and I'm ashamed and I have my tail between my legs because I lost my my partner and I have no one to talk to about it because I won't allow myself to tell the truth to them I won't be able to tell them you know this is what I did I shouldn't have even been in a relationship but I wanted it. So I got it. So it wasn't like, it, you know, relationships, not like an accessory, you can't just put it on whenever you want and wear whatever, you know, it's your lifestyle, it's your whole life. You're in a relationship with a partner that you agree to enter into, and you need to be respectful of other people's feelings beside your own. And I just wasn't there yet. Um, emotionally and mentally. So I remember having that drink. And I'm like, maybe they're right, so, you know, maybe my friends are right, maybe it'll be okay, so I started drinking, and then I got this sense of, like, the world caving in, and I had this, like, sense of almost like I was gonna, like, black out, or, like, because I've blacked out, unfortunately, I do have to admit that, props to all those people who have never blacked out before, that's something you probably don't ever want to do, but I was standing there, and I was just, like, I only had one drink and I know I'm not blacking out, but it feels like it. And I felt like, God, what is this? What am I doing to myself? When is, when is enough enough? Why do I keep going back on my word? My words don't mean anything. You know, if I, all I, if all I had as currency were my words and my name, I wouldn't have it because I'd be considered somebody who would go back on their word. You know, I, I was, I told my partner I wasn't going to drink, but I, here I am. So I was like, okay. This is definitely going to be the last drink. I can't do this anymore. And there wasn't a time frame that I was going to restrict myself to. I just knew in that moment, I didn't want to feel like that ever again. I just knew that I had to stop. There was a point where I was like, okay, let's see how far this can go. Let's see how I I can do it. So I I stopped drinking. And of course, you know, the invites to go out did come in. And so I tried to keep up this lifestyle of going out socially and trying to make these appearances here and there and stay relevant. And it was a lot of that ego too. I was like, why am I trying to prove to somebody, to people, to a room full of people that I don't even know? For me, it didn't get me anywhere. It's like, I'm spending all this money, spending all this money on clothes and making these appearances, um, buying drinks for people. And I'm trying to make friends, people I'll probably never see again. And it's like, what am I doing? Why am I like this? Why am I trying to please the whole room when I'm not happy myself? Where does my happiness kick in and why am I allowing myself to be keeping up this lifestyle? So I started slowly backing away from the going out scene, the clubbing scene. And then I started slowly backing away from the bar scene. And I started realizing, you know, okay, well, I have more time on my hands and I have a little bit, my wallet's not as empty as it was. So I started thinking, okay, well, maybe I can get a house well, maybe I, you know, I can take a trip. I've always wanted to do this stuff. Maybe I can get a different vehicle. You know, there's all these things that I was thinking of that that started coming through my mind because, as I said, I was meditating. All these great ideas would come in my head. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I started completely abstaining from going out. Everything is going is going great. Like I have more money. I don't feel hungover anymore. Every time I drink and I I feel like crap at work, I'm not taking my anger out on anybody because I feel like crap that I'm hungover. I'm really applying myself. I'm really trying to put my career on a pathway. I don't have cravings um, so far and I'm fine. And so then another year goes by and then another two years go by. So then I started being able to, to really direct my energy away from the alcohol portion. It was like, if I hadn't stopped drinking, I wouldn't have had all these ideas. I wouldn't have been able to to evolve past what that scene was. And for some people they they don't they don't evolve from past it. I had seen some of my relative role models or people that I knew that were stuck in that cycle. It was a it was a vicious cycle cuz cuz I knew that they probably weren't happy even though they wanted to seem happy at the club, at the bar. And then slowly but surely, um, some people, some acquaintances, some people I met early on when I first moved to the city and, and were introduced in the scene, they started to pass away. They started to have kidney failure, renal failure. Um, they had started to develop all these health problems. And these people were about five years older than me, so not very old. And I'm like, God, this person is, is, is in hospice. This person is losing a kidney this person is not able to make it this person you know and and it was almost like hearing the death of somebody every other month like people were going down like flies is what it seemed to me i sat there and i was like oh my god this is insane this is crazy my heart went out to them so so bad and i was just like you know what thank god kevin you're able to pull yourself and focus your mind away from what you're doing because my body would probably have shut down in the same way. You know, I was already getting hives and splotches and, and that sort, and the effects were extreme from the hang, hangovers. I would get intense migraines, you know, from the first time I started drinking. I was like, wow, it could have gone so many different ways, but I'm glad it turned out this way for myself. If you're able to drink out there, you know, and, and handle yourself and your composure, and you don't get, like, health problems, and you have all this stuff where you're able to balance it, like, kudos to you I couldn't do it that just wasn't for me that's not my path not my journey I know that my journey involves me needing to have a clear head going forward for me to be able to sustain myself I'm just not somebody whose mind and body can process alcohol in ways that other people can so I had, I just had to take myself out of it myself out of the scene completely um, and it's been the best decision of my life I do have to say And I'm not here to brag about it or rub it in anybody's face. I'm just here to share my story and let you know that, you know, it was really hard to admit these faults, to see these things about you, to see the ugly truth about you, and then how to fix it, how to heal it, how to go through it, how to pick yourself back up and then become even better than you were before. Because that's all it was to me at this point. It's just a phase. It was a phase that was a very hard lesson to learn, a very intense lesson, Um, but I got through it and like I said, God wouldn't put you through something if he knew you could, you couldn't handle it. Um, so that was one of my main motivations and driving and drivers for it. So yeah, the blog's still out there on Tumblr. Um, I I might share it one day with, with y'all. I have to read what I wrote because there's a lot of things that were written when I was fighting with myself. So there's things that I would say that would sound a little bit, um, almost like poor me. It sounds very like hard on myself. And then it, it puts a lot of raw feelings out there. So when you put a blog out there or a post and it's something really heavy, you know, you know someone's going through something. So it's out there and there's valleys of when I do go through something, but it's not where I feel ashamed of it. Once I've worked through it and I'm able to use that and be like, okay, great, that was an awesome tool. I don't need you anymore i'll be fine but um right now i just want to just leave it out there in um digital purgatory where it can stay and if you find it fine you know if you don't then i'll probably share it in the near future but i hadn't thought of that post actually up until i wrote this episode yeah so don't worry about if you are going through something you can not undo the past Just go forward and move on and learn from it. But thank you guys so much for joining me. I hope it's been an awesome listening experience for you. I'm super, super grateful for my listeners. And I'm happy to use my life experiences to help you guys. Or even if it just makes for an interesting story. Um, Thanks for paying attention. And we'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye, guys. Excuse Podcast is an all original program. Any similarities in story outside of the podcast is purely coincidental. No portion of the content has been intentionally reproduced, and all views and opinions are that of the content creator and owner.